You're listening to the Just Gals Being Pals podcast. I'm your co-host, Mark Bob Bosco. And I am also your co-host, Caitlin Purdy. And we're uh, going through the entirety of Xena from start to finish, including some Hercules episodes here as kind of a prequel. We've got The Gauntlet this week. And it's good. Yeah. It's <laughs> good. This it is, is not this a gauntlet. This is much better than the last one. Oh, yeah. Much, much so more much better. So, so, so much better. And very fun to watch. <laughs> Why don't you uh, tell us what happens in The Gauntlet? I will. So Xena returns in episode 12 of The Great Hercules Jerk-Off, season one. As we open on her in her full armor, perfect bangs and mounted on a steed, she stares off into the distance looking like a goddess before two hideous gremlin soldiers from her army ride up and tell her that the village they want to raid refuses to give up their goods peacefully. Xena gives the order to attack at dawn with that evil Xena edge to her voice. Over in Herc Boner land... Herc's little relative comes to town for help, asking for help to save his mother's village from a band of marauders coming through the dip-shaped peninsula he draws in the dirt. Back to Xena, in her glorious costume, with cape, as she leads her army to attack the village and steal their shit. We see some great horse stunts and Xena's physical combat that I'm so in love with, except that this early Xena combat, she is slaying motherfuckers right and left. She even watches her lieutenant kill a defenseless old man and, while unimpressed, doesn't say anything. As they finish murdering and looting, we get to meet my favorite character of the episode, a little man in a dress whose quick tongue spares his life. Xena and her first-hand man seem to be having some kind of disagreement on how to operate. The tension on the, of the disagreement is over which village to attack. Xena wants a glorious and challenging battle to win, while her Scarface pal wants to take the easy pickings. While Xena's scouting north, he attacks a defenseless western village against her orders with her army, slaying everyone in the town, including women and children, which they normally never do. Uh, of course, Xena finds out, and she is pissed. While she argues with Scarface, we hear a baby cry, and Xena uncovers an infant in the arms of a dead woman. She storms off, carrying the baby like a sack of potatoes. She returns with him to some cave that she's sharing with Salmonius for some reason. Whatever. And luckily he found a nanny for the baby, because Xena should not carry fragile humans. She's making me uncomfortable carrying that baby. As Xena confronts Darfus Scarface, she discovers to her dismay that he has turned her army against her. The only way a failed leader can leave alive is to survive the gauntlet. Dun dun dun. Xena's armor and weapons are stripped, and soldiers line up to kick her ass as she walks by. And boy, howdy, do they kick her ass. She tries to fight back like a badass, but there's lots of them, and they're armed, and she's not. She's beaten to the ground, but crosses the line in the sand, just as she seems to pass out, bloodied and bruised. After a dramatic pause, she rises slowly, and Scarface calls for her execution. But the soldiers refuse. She survived. She gets to live. Dems the rules. Discovering that Xena's, what Xena's army has done, Herc Boner gets pissed and swears on his mama that he is not going to have that. There's some other random people with Herc Boner that we don't care about. It's a boring part of the story. He does meet up with my beloved Salmonius, and they, you know, already know each other, and they go on. My poor beat-up girlfriend, Xena, stumbles back to her cave, I guess, that she still has. 
where the baby and the nanny are staying, she goes to patch herself up and learns that Herc Boner is after her. She gets that wild look in her eyes. She cleans herself up, armors herself up, and tracks down Herc Boner, challenging him to a battle in hopes of winning her army back by bringing them the head of Herc Boner. They have a decently okay battle where she rocks some of her badass shoulder pad armor and shows her stunt performer to be far more superior athlete than Herc Boner, although he eventually gets her in a checkmate but lets her walk. Xena angrily storms away with a good pout while the dude party goes after her army. Instead of chasing them off, they cut them off and warn the village that they're coming, helping them prepare a few defenses and evacuate the village. Herc Boner gathers some fighting men and his boyfriends, and they try to fight off the army, but they are overwhelmed until, oh my god, it's Xena. She came back to help. She's fighting her own army. There's lots of punching, lots of kicking sounds. They manage to defend the village, and Xena stabs Darfus Scarface right in the belly, leaves her sword in him for some reason. <laughs> the happy ending is rounded out when Xena finds out that the father of the baby she rescued is one of Herc Boner's new friends. Herc and Xena have a heart-to-heart -heart about what she's going to do next, and she gives him these big puppy dog eyes and asks if she can come along with them. But luckily, it doesn't end with this sappy bullshit. Oh, no. We flash back to the corpse of dead Darfus and a spooky cloaked figure who appears to raise him from the dead with some necromancy juju. It is an emissary of motherfucking Ares, and he is pissed at Herc Boner. He promises Darfus revenge on Xena if Darfus will kill Herc Boner and gives him a devil dog to help. Evil laugh. <laughs> the end. Amazing. <laughs> ah, what a fun episode. Right? This one is so good. It's got, you know, everything. It's uh, everything. Uh, Except Eolus. Oh, right. Right. But we have uh, Hercules' cousin or something, which is he's kind of like a, a discount. Yeah. Counterfeit Eolus. <laughs> <laughs> He's got the same fluffy hair and the similar clothing. and He's just like a baby. <laughs> He's he's in there for the teen girls. So they have right. somebody to swoon over, I guess. He doesn't do much. He's kind of useless during the fights. He gets shot in the shoulder with an arrow and is disabled yeah. for like a whole act. He pretty much just like comes and whines for help and then, you know, runs along and that's it. He just hangs around. <laughs> Draws, we, draws a boner in the sand. We both can't remember his name. <laughs> and I've seen this episode three times now. Still can't remember his name. Yep, me neither. Some relative with floppy hair. So, let me make sure I have this right. Xena saves a baby. Mm -hmm. Her lieutenant starts a rumor that she's soft on babies, and therefore she's not <laughs> a worthy leader. Her whole army mutinies because of the baby thing, and they punch and club her on her way out. And she then at the end, she basically comes back to save Parthus, the city, because she wants to really just because she wants revenge, you know, to beat up her own army, not not because she really wants to save anyone. Right. And then Xena threatens to keep the baby, even once she finds out who the father is. And Hercules has to, to like, what what are you doing at her? <laughs> You're out of it. Uh, what if I just keep the baby? Huh? What are you going to do then? Yeah, like she's just trying to be a dick. Right. So then that means she's not evil anymore. That's it. Yeah. That's, well, shit, I don't have an army anymore. So maybe I can hang out with uh, Herc Boner. Yeah. What else am I going to do? Right. Just a girl with a sword, no army. 
that's pretty fast turnaround on uh you know being evil with a big army and then like oh i lost my army i guess i'll be good now yeah and like oh just the whole mutiny thing happening because she socked down babies is like pretty bonkers <laughs> like that darfus flipped that army in a hot freaking second <laughs> they're my soldiers now bitch and they're like we love killing women and children this is awesome it's like oh you guys have been dicks this entire time <laughs> it was just were, me keeping you in line they were always dicks and that's supposed to be the village that didn't even have that much shit either so like why are they so excited that they raided this like poor ass village <laughs> i mean my big question is would would she even have had this change of heart if it wasn't for this mutiny like was was there like something going on there already that she was like mm, maybe i'm not you know i'm not enjoying this life of crime so much anymore or was it right. just needed this catalyst and then she's like mm, maybe those people are evil and i shouldn't be doing this but yeah they make it sound like she is already like kind of a better person than them you know because she wants to give them till dawn to reconsider whether or not they're going to just give up and then she kind of makes some statements about wanting to have like a glorious battle or whatever instead of just murdering people but like that's not that much better right and well she doesn't want to kill women and children yeah i guess that's good it's okay to kill the dudes yeah murdering dudes i guess is fine <laughs> in this morality place but you know whatever let's not overthink it <laughs> sure <laughs> i'm sorry i am overthinking it the army definitely mutinied over a baby, but we're mm-hmm. not going to overthink it and then beat the shit out of her. Baby lover. Fucking baby lover. <laughs> oh, my God. Get her out of here. <laughs> yeah. Oh, anyway. man. <laughs> we don't really get to. Well, we don't get to see in the show, per se, um, like her her turnaround, what happens, what turns her. And I I don't recall ever seeing this episode. So it was, I mean, it was fun to see like what happened that uh, mm-hmm. initi- initiated this change, even though it's a little silly that that's like the catalyst. Sure. Ba- babies. Right. Who to thunk? <laughs> I mean, I, I feel like she's still a little evil, you know, even like right before she goes back to the village to fight her own army. She's hiding out with like. One of the guys that was in the village at knife point waiting for Hercules to show up and and is like, essentially ask Hercules, oh, come on. I just wanted to like cut your head off so I could bring it back to my army and then they would love me again. Can can I cut your head off, please? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. She for sure went there to murder him. And he's like, he's like so chill about it. He's like, oh, she's just having she's going through some shit. (laughs) Don't worry about it, guys. She's just having a moment. She'll regret cutting my head off later. It's okay. <laughs> I know he's so chill about it. Uh, whatever. She's not even there like, I'm here to stop you. She's like, no, I'm here to cut your fucking head off. And use it to win my army back so that we can continue murdering people. But only men. Because mm. I got only boundaries. Men. Only men. Because they deserve it. <laughs> they deserve it. How, how dare they raise arms against me instead of giving me all their food. So... I think this showed up in maybe in the la- in the last episode, but we have the the Xena battle theme in here, which I just found out this week. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's been twenty five years. I should know this by now, but the, it's based on a Bulgarian folk song called 
Kaval Sphiri that Joseph Loduca, the composer, based it on is like it is exactly the song, but he uh, you know pumped it up with more drums and stuff and and changed the lyrics. I don't know what the new lyrics are. I don't know what they mean, but the original lyrics are about like a girl pining for a flute player in the village. <laughs> and, it's <laughs> and it's so good. It's so good. Anyway. Yeah. Oh, it's good. It okay. gets me pumped up. I should start right? every day listening to that song. I was like, you know, I, I, of course I heard it in Xena first. So I was like, oh, this is like big, angry, pump them up fighting song. And then <laughs> finding out that it's based on <laughs> this song about it, like, oh, man, mom, there's a there's a flute player in the village. If he's from our village, I will love him until tomorrow. But if he's from a different village, I will love him for the rest of my life. Like, oh. Huh. <laughs> that doesn't seem very Xena like, but it's a good song. <laughs> Yeah, you can't tell what they're saying, so you're just like, yeah, to battle we go. And this is the second time Xena uses her chakram. This time it looks like, I don't know, I, I was looking at the uh, the wiki, uh, the, the Hercules Xena, you know, legendary wiki <laughs> online, uh, and it said, like, she threw it to kill villagers, but it's like, it looks like it just kind of punches them. It makes a punch mm-hmm. sound when it hits them, and it's like, I... <sighs> I, I realize this is fantasy and I should really, as you said, not think about it too hard. <laughs> but I do wonder how she controls whether the chakram, it just, you know, it beheads you or it just gives you a, a good smack upside the head. Yeah, because didn't she slit some throats with it last time? Yeah. And so this time, yeah, it did just like knock people in the head versus throat slitting. Yeah, there's got to be like some some twist of the wrist when you throw it. Yeah, it like turns the setting on for just punch instead of <laughs> slice. She sets it to stun instead of kill. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's it, stun. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, let me set my chakram to stun, <laughs> and then it just hits you in the temple instead of the jugular. But it, then it does it like I'm not here, but in in other shots in the series, like it'll like punch three people and then s- embed itself three inches deep into a tree trunk. Uh huh. <laughs> it's like yeah. <laughs> you're all headless now <laughs> and this is at least if we're just following xena this is the first time we're seeing selmonius mm-hmm. tell us about selmonius why do you why do you love him so much oh my god he's just so great he is so funny like as soon as he comes on like as soon as he comes on camera he's just like he's cracking lines and he's just witty and he's silly and he's got these eyebrows that just talk on their own i love him (laughs) i love his character i like him in xena and like he pops up a few random times and he's just funny he makes me laugh so he says just like all kinds of quippy shit in this episode and it's definitely like i don't know any shit about writing but it's it's all that kind of like looking into the camera and making jokes kind of stuff and Mm -hmm. It just, I don't know, it cracks me right on the funny bone with this kind of campy show. And it's like a little bit out of place. And I think that's why I like it so much. But I especially love, you know, the bit where he's talking to her about how she needs PR and, uh, you know, just having this just adorable conversation with her. And this is your quote, right? Yes, it is. You need publicity, public relations. I prefer my relations to be private. (laughs) (laughs) 
I love their interactions. It's right? just so silly and just a lot of plays on words. And I really enjoy the back and forth and the way that we get to see Zena's character do different things than we normally see in the she Zena TV show. She grins at him. Yeah. yeah. She's making these kind of playful faces and she's laughing and um, she's also being, you know, a grumpy warrior princess. But um, yeah, it's it just feels fun. like once we get into Zena's series, we don't get to see her laugh like that for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> very serious and, and pouty for a while. Mm-hmm. And I just like the way that she reacts to Salmonius. And then she's, you know, she's just like, you amuse me, little man. Uh, <laughs> like, I don't know. It's just, it's funny to me. And his character of being like, oh, I'm a quick wit. And so, you know, I, I talk my way out of these situations and hits me right on my just dumbass funny bone, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that guy too. The actor's name is, a, and I look this up, it is it is a stage name, but it's Robert Trebor or Trebor, I don't know. But it's it's, it's a palindrome of his, his first name and, and his last name, Robert Trebor. <laughs> Trebor Robert. I feel like the guy is just kind of clever and yeah. fun in general. So it's he's, he's a really entertaining dude. And I think he's perfect for kind of this type of episode where it's like serious stuff. We're all yelling about women and children and whatnot. And then he's just <laughs> like, bada bing, bada bing with his jokes. And I don't know. It's good. It's good for me. And I feel like just to change the subject a little. The Xena uh, in this episode is way more Xena like mm-hmm. <laughs> than she was in, in that first episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, like the first episode, she was kind of like uh, seductress she didn't feel like a real commanding presence like she does in this episode she feels like you know when she's dealing with her lieutenant that's like you know you're gonna fucking listen to me and Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's just there's this presence about her that's that wasn't there the first time even though she's still a little jokey here which we don't see later but i think it's because she's still evil and enjoying herself Mm -hmm. hasn't quite come to the oh i regret everything part of her life yet (laughs) Yeah, she's not buried in guilt and seriousness right this second. It'll come. It'll come. Right. She's, she's still unburdened by her uh, past. Yeah. But I think that just the, even that scene where right before they hear the baby cry, where she grabs Darfus kind of by his chest, you know, and she's like, you motherfucker. Like, that, <laughs> that's so Xena. Whereas, like, last episode, she was just almost just, like, angrily talking to people, like, mm-hmm. As opposed to that that really intense, because she's really intense when she's like mad and yeah, you know she just takes no shit. So just it seems so much more her to to be like you motherfucker. I'm grabbing you by the armor and I'm getting up in your face. Right, like in the last episode, she was she she had moments of anger, but she didn't feel as powerful as she does now. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It was more just like I'm mad and I'm gonna tell you what to do. This is very much. I'm mad and I might murder you right now. <laughs> we'll see what happens. We'll see how it goes. So she has to go through the gauntlet. Like all of the Oliver peeps line up and get to punch her and wail on her with, her with clubs. And... But they take her armor off first. So she's just got her, the, you know, the leather underdress that she has normally, except this one is way different than the one she has later in the series. It's like a lot more little eyelets and weird stuff going on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. I can't, I can't describe it. It doesn't have a skirt attached to it either. It's like, that's a separate piece. 
it's like almost like a bodysuit when she takes it all off. Yeah. And it's got like, I don't know, it has cool little details on it, but it's almost like, yeah, it's like a bodysuit and it's like the bottom are just like underwear, but they have these little like shapes of leather on the sides of them. Like I want mm-hmm. it. The whole thing is freaking cool looking. <laughs> yeah. I like the, uh, the, there's a lot about the way the, the armor on top of it is situated that I like versus what her final armor is in her show mm-hmm. like the although there's like this wire bit that comes up around her decolletage that's just i don't know it's got a cool look to it and i kind of missed that part in the in the final version but eh. yeah it, it's very much more ornate than her xena everyday armor like yeah it this feels more like it kind of makes sense it feels more like showy like i'm here yeah. to strike fear and sexiness into the hearts of mine enemies <laughs> fear and boners <laughs> and her future armor is like it covers her legs more uh mm. it has like more leather layers to it instead of just gold it doesn't have giant shoulder pads like it's just more like this is my everyday right the, armor the one that she gets af- after she leaves they've stripped her of her armor she leaves with just her leathers and then the next scene she shows up and she's got this gold armor it's her going out armor (laughs) that that must be what it was she had that squirreled away somewhere (laughs) it's all it's all gold it's got uh you know the the little gold leather strips on top of the the leather on the skirt part it's got these immense shoulder pads that's this is actually like my best costume bit here is the <laughs> the shoulder pads on this they were like oh, it's make Joan Collins jealous <laughs> they're so huge they have like this gold mail draped over them they're just beautiful <laughs> I would wear them it's so good yeah it's a cool look but the oh I've just forgotten where I was gonna go with that. Mm. <laughs> you were distracted by the gold mail i, I was <laughs> just so good i was just imagining it the way it kind of like sways when she moves when that scene yeah. started i was just like oh my god is she gonna fight in this <laughs> she does she does fight in it oh, oh oh no i was gonna go back to her the armor she had before mm. she's got this cape attached what's going on with that cape oh I don't know, but it's cool. It's like attached to the back of one of her shoulders and attached to her belt. I was imagining that it's the the kind of cape that somebody who is fighting would wear because it it won't like the way it's attached. It doesn't like fly all over you. It doesn't whip around. It just kind of stays behind her. So I don't know if it's like normally it would be a cape. And then that's like the how you put it when you're fighting. I don't know, but it's cool. Right. It's like the like her right arm is her sword arm. So it's got it's attached to her left shoulder and then, you know, to her back, her belt or whatever. And so her right arm is kind of is more free. It's not going to get caught up in her cape. But it looks cool while she's like riding her horse and it's flying behind her. Looks great. (laughs) Yeah, I'm into it. Very, very regal. Mm -hmm. I'm kind of sad that they didn't bring back some of the purple that was in the the one from two episodes ago because mm-hmm. <laughs> that was i don't know i like that little splash of color because yeah. the cape here was very two shades of, of gray a, yeah kind of a dull gray but yeah still cool though but yeah i, it's, I like it's that a look. Nice... it's a very very regal look mm-hmm. she's still got the batwing pauldrons <laughs> very showy hurricane and, and uh his dudes set up defenses at uh parthus at the at the end where they're, the army's going to attack, and the army attacks, and they make so much noise. 
As soon as they started attacking, I was like, why are they, why bother attacking at night if you're going to start screaming from like a right? football field away? <laughs> it was like, oh, plenty of time to react now. Under cover of night while I yell. I don't know. Maybe that, I guess that, that, that was more of the thing back in those days, like trying to intimidate and scare That's your true. enemies by yelling a lot. Yeah. Maybe, maybe it made them quake with fear. I don't know. Mm. But, I mean, you would think you'd just, like, sneak in there and start slaying everybody because that's what they wanted to do. They wanted to kill the women and the children. Because <laughs> they can't can't stop with the with the women and children murder. So what is your uh, best stunt or costume? I really would have to steal yours. I mean, that is the best costume in the whole freaking thing. But <laughs> the stunts that I really like happened at the same time. So... The sword fight that happens between Herc and Xena is not very fun. Mm. It's not very exciting. I think it's slower than her usual sword fighting Mm -hmm. that we see her do. And I blame it on Herc. I just don't think he can keep up. (laughs) So she like she always in her show does these like double flip things. Like that's like her jam. Like she does her little scream and like she flips into Mm -hmm. the scene. And so it was fun to see her doing like a bunch of useless flips in that sword fight with Herc. She just like flips around multiple times for really no particular reason. And I love it. I'm like, okay, we're getting there. We're getting to like real Xena combat and less the, the sword fighting that she does with Herc is just really like big, huge, long sweeping, angry strikes that, like most people who know what a sword fight would not be making and always that swipe at the ground where he jumps over super slowly and um, Uh i just he's like just a big pile of muscles and he does stuff just so much more slowly than she does and i mean it's probably her stunt double that's so good at it but she zoe bell yeah she's always super quick and agile and her movements are like fast and rolling on the ground and you know flipping back around but (laughs) herc's always the same he's like jumping over a sword and he's blocking something behind his back for no reason (laughs) like the same shit so i really enjoyed just seeing her get to do her little flippy flips because i don't think she did any flippy flips in the last season or the last episode yeah i think they're definitely trying to establish a different fighting style for her yeah I like them flips. is very much uh, of the, you know, lots of punching <laughs> style. Punch. Punching, getting a hit in the head by a rock. While Throw a rock. While someone runs a very long distance with a whatever pike. <laughs> All right. So my just gals being pals moment. Well, you you took the good one. We'll hear about that in a minute. <laughs> So I'm I'm just going to take the moment to say, where the fuck is Eolus? How can we have a smoldering Hercules Eolus moment if there's no Eolus? Right? Yeah, I guess they didn't want to deal with Eolus's whole deal with Xena in this episode, and I understand that. But, oh, man, I missed him. He's so charming, and, and Hercules is just kind of dumb. Yeah, I guess they needed, like, a setup episode for like why Herc and Xena made up or whatever but yeah it's yeah. very palpable how much Eolus is missing from this episode and I'm yeah totally I don't appreciate his stand-in the floppy haired boy <laughs> he's not yep. good enough he's not he's not doing it for me Eolus knockoff and he's like 12 so <laughs> a little young for me uh, I guess if I had to pick something, it would be Herc kind of palling around with Salmonius when uh, he has to cut him down <laughs> hang, hanging in <laughs> the tree. That is pretty cute. He's just like, oh, it's just Salmonius. We'll leave him here. Oh, uh, he's just hanging upside down. He's fine. <laughs> he's fine. 
You can't leave me! <laughs> he makes like some joke about it later about how... I don't even remember what it is. I feel like it's some kind of insult about his legs. and. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I really like Salmonius's, uh leather skirt, though. Oh, yeah. It's pretty. He spends most of the episode in uh, a lady's dress because he was trying to sneak out of the village dressed as a woman at the very beginning of the episode. And then he just hangs and, out in his outfit. And Xena says, oh, no, just keep it on. It suits you. Suits you. So he's just in it for the rest of the episode. It's like this big, like, fluffy pink shirt thing. And then when he gets armor, he's in, like, a leather skirt and mm-hmm. some kind of weird strappy thing with, like, shoulder mail. Oh, my goodness. Like, so many costumes had weird straps. I'm just, like, yeah. now that I'm focused on this, like, you know, actually, like, looking at all the costumes, like, every single one of them is different and has, like, so many different straps and stuff. Like, some when you were pointing out, a lot of people are losing eyes. <laughs> yeah, there's some weird ass <laughs> fucking eye patches everywhere. Like that guy's weird like metal one that has like some kind of weird metal headband thing going on. There's the mm-hmm. guy with like a like a eye drawn on his eye patch. It's interesting. Yeah. Take care of your eyes, people. Like this weird curly cue band across his head that connects to the eye patch and creative. Yeah. So what was your just gals being pals moment? My gals being pals moment is when Xena does this just absolutely pouty. Um, well, gosh, Herc, I was thinking maybe we could go out adventuring with you for a while uh, at the end of the episode. <laughs> it is so pouty. Like her face and her little like coy smile is ridiculous. <laughs> um, and like Herc is doing this whole like, well, um, gosh, sure, golly. <laughs> golly geez and then yeah and then they have a baby moment after that <laughs> it's just that that's my gals being pals moment is uh is xena um basically joining hercules i don't have an arm army anymore can yeah. i can i hang out with you just because she doesn't have an army you're like an army <laughs> <laughs> army of one uh Alrighty. Got anything else? Other than the fact that I can't handle Darfus's teeth. Um, <laughs> oh, oh, they're so gross. That's that's my biggest my biggest takeaway is Darfus's teeth are gross, and I feel like they're only going to get grosser now that he's an undead. Oh yeah. Well, we'll hear more about that next time. Next time. All right. Well, if you want to listen to more episodes or talk to us or anything like that there's just gals being pals.com you can go to on twitter we are at just gals pod and i don't have an email set up yet but i'm sure there'll be a contact form on the website by the time you hear this (laughs) that should be cool future people all right caitlin say your thing go out in the world and be fucking awesome 